Hi. Okay. Let me mention a couple of things before we start. Welcome back to Deeper Conversations. Woo, with me, your host, Matthew Silvers. Hi. Hello. How are you? Um, I, if you can't tell, I'm not doing the greatest. I don't know if I'm sick. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, in fact, I think it's because Denver's air quality has gone down so much. It has been on Saturday. It was the worst in the world. Um, so that's no bueno. And it's really hard for me. You can tell my sinuses are acting up. I've never had allergies. It's fucking killing me. Um, so not really that fun. Not great. Um, you know, climate change is real. We got to fix the world because y'all, this is not it. Floods, tornadoes, like so much shit has gone down in the past couple of weeks, past couple of months. It's insane. Let's see. Next, I want to, uh, how do I say this correctly? It's not because of the guests. It's because of me. Uh, if you listen to the last two podcasts, I'm not proud of them. I'm not proud of the things that I talked about. It wasn't the direction I wanted it to go and I failed myself, uh, but that's okay. We win some, we lose some, we fail, we get back up. Um, I look like shit. Like I said, if you're watching, if you're just listening, hi, hello, how are you? Um, but today I'm going to do kind of a quick podcast because I'm feeling a little bit down. See how far it goes. Um, I asked my Instagram story to ask me questions uh, to answer for Q&A. Were there a lot? No. But am I going to answer the ones that are on there? Yes. And then I might give you guys a little bit update of my life. Um, you know, it's been almost a month since my birthday. Um, and so, yeah, so we can just get right into it. So, uh, I think most of these are serious. There's like one that's not, maybe, I don't know. Uh, it says, oh my God, what type of underwear do you wear and why the world needs to know? Um, listen, I would like to buy a brief. Uh, if you have seen my Instagram story, I only have two jock straps, but I love them. I'm obsessed with them and I want more. I want more really badly. Um, other than that, I wear boxer briefs. Like right now I'm wearing Calvin's, like black Calvin's. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm like an in-between bitch. I'm a boxer brief bitch. Love jock straps, like I said. Want to get more into briefs. I think underwear is very sexy. If we go that far, if underwear is a fetish, I feel like I probably have it. I think underwear is very attractive on other people. I love the way I look in it, um, period. So um, why? I just feel sexy in them. I feel sexy in the underwear that I choose. I think it's really important. Um, I have some Calvin's. I have one from like AliExpress, which is where the jock, the leather jock strap is from. Uh, I just went to my first ever sex shop this past week and I bought mesh shorts that you can see through, which is a whole different kind of thing. Um, very crazy. Um, no Andrew Christian. I do not at the moment support Andrew Christian. I don't think he's doing great things. Um, he has all the opportunity in the world to flip that around. We shall see as time goes by. Um, T. Huh, okay. What is one thing recently that made you smile or bust up laughing? Um, I went to go see, I went to go see the Jungle Cruise by myself in the 4DX theater, which if you don't know what that is, it's like 3D, 
plus like water and smoke and you're basically not in a roller coaster seat because I don't want it to seem like it's uncomfortable it's not Uh, but that you have water did I say that already um fans this one had like scents which was crazy um you guys remember seeing like the second spy kids third spy kids fourth spy kids one of those movies that was like a scratch and sniff cart it was so weird um I saw that in the theater throwback um but that was really funny um, I had really good moments I had really good moments this past week that I'm going to cherish for a really long time my whole life my entire life um recently they made you smile yeah I've hung out with really good people this week and I'm I'm very grateful for that um oh also well I guess I can tell you about my life in these questions as well um I was applying for jobs I need a new job if you don't know what I do I have a lot of jobs I have like eight job titles but um, I am a real estate agent but I don't have my own clients it's not something that I have enjoyed doing um all I've been doing is showing excuse me showing other homes for other people for for quick cash and uh, I mean, if I maybe put my time and effort into it, could I get my own clients? Probably, but it's just not something that I aspire to do. And I don't have the safety net that it would take to take the time off of all the other jobs to just like sit here and like start cold calling, cold knocking on doors, cold emailing, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I've been looking for new jobs and I was denied from one on Thursday, turned around immediately. It was like, well, fuck, like I need a new job. So I applied for a job as a server at this restaurant in Denver. Immediately, it said they were urgently hiring, asked me to book a time. I went in the following day at 2.30 or 2 o'clock, whatever, Um, sat down. Me and this manager were vibing. I've never really had a traditional serving experience, um, and I got hired on the spot. So you know what? And that made me smile, obviously, because I no longer have to sit in my car for 10 to 12 hours a day door dashing. Yes, I'm not over exaggerating. That's literally how long I, I, I did it. And I've done it for over a year, sustaining myself, um, which is absolutely insane. Um, but I'm very excited to do like traditional serving. I've always wanted to put my hand in the ring. I always wanted to go in and do it. Um, Yes, I do need sleep, by the way. I am yawning like nobody's business. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to try my hand at it. I, there's, I'm not too worried. I know I'm going to do really well. Um, yeah. And listen, it is very possible to get a serving job without serving experience. You just got to really, really push hard, y'all. Really push hard. I think it also probably has to do with where you are. Floridians suck ass. They don't want to hire a single person. Um, granted, that was also during the pandemic. So, you know, um, I applied for 32 serving jobs. I had two interviews. The two interviews never called me back and never told me anything because I did try to follow up via phone as well. So, girl, we out here living our best lives, getting a serving job without traditional serving experience. I've had some serving experience. I use DoorDash for sure. Like I'm always like holding a lot of items and, you know, the customer service, I, I have another job areas, Disney, Panera Bread, Five Guys, et cetera. Uh, but like holding shit and, and things like that, like that experience came from door dashing for the past year. Like I've had to carry a bunch of things and like master the art of like carrying a bunch of things. 
um, as well as at Top Golf when I did golf services, I was a shift lead, and I think they trusted me the most when I was on on staff um, to leave my other peeps doing what they were doing. Um, and the kitchen was on the first floor, and they would they would pull me occasionally to go to go do traditional serving, and I would have to take that tray either to the first floor, the second floor, or the third floor, which if you know how stairs work, that is six flights of stairs. That is six flights of stairs with a very heavy tray. So yeah, so I have not had traditional serving experience, but you know, here and there I've gotten, I've gotten a little bit. Uh, with everything that's going on, how's your head? I hope you get the reference. I don't get the reference. Um, I post a lot. I post a lot of stuff on TikTok, on 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 Instagram, on on all the other social media platforms that I don't get the reference. Um, but I'm tipsy right now. Well, not tipsy right now. I was tipsy last night and woke up with a hangover, which I think is also what this is. It's just lasting really long. I think I have really everlasting hangovers, and I gotta figure out what my tolerance of alcohol is. Because, girl, this is rough. The first night and the second night, though, I don't know if that was because I don't know what it was, but the first night I ever had alcohol was, like, perfect. I had, like, I had four shots, and it was perfect. Within three hours, it was great. And then the second time I went out, um, I had, like, two lemon drops and a shot of tequila. And again, that felt really good. We were out really late and I just like passed out both of those times, but I went and I got drunk the other week and that was the, that was bad. I mean, I've only had one other hangover, but that was like the worst. It was so bad. It threw up. It was so nasty. And like, I didn't throw up last night, but girl, I don't know, know what is going on. Again, I think it has something to do with like the air outside and acclimating to society again and germs and the apartment temperature like I can't feel it out of what I need it to be at so it's a little bit rough um, my head is okay I've been taking ibuprofen um, I took some emergency uh, I've been drinking as much water as I hopefully can get in my system great I think I'm still very much dehydrated so a bitch is gonna need to chug some water after this where's the one place you can't wait to travel to if there was no pandemic um i have a couple mainly paris i was supposed to be in paris like the month that COVID started um i was going with my family um and i've been dying to go to paris i love paris i'm a city bitch i am very much a tourist bitch like i want to go to paris i want to go to london i want to go you know i would like to go to australia I would like to visit, I'm Italian as fuck, if you can't tell. I would love to miss, visit like Milan and Prague and, you know, and go to the Italian Riviera. So I have a lot, but definitely Paris. I've been missing the love of my life, New York City as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's my answer for that one. Let's see what the next one is. What's the hardest thing you've ever done in your life? Um, so this podcast is like a little, like I, that's the last question I have. Again, I didn't get a lot of questions, but 
I can tell a little bit about my story um, since I feel like my very first podcast wasn't very telling. Um, so I'm 21. I just turned 21 less than a month ago. Um, I'm a cancer. Um, I'm a cancer. Uh, I was born in the year 2000. I know, shocking, crazy. Um, I graduated high school at 16. I graduated college at 19. Um, I came out, if you didn't see that, and, and that's what I'm getting at. I think, I think the hardest thing for me has been one, I mean, the self-love journey and finding yourself um, or finding yourself worth, I should say, has been very difficult. It's been a very emotional roller coaster. Um, and moving to Denver was a great ass decision and it hasn't come without its, you know, downsides, getting kicked out of my old apartment three months in, uh, you know, crying on Halloween because I didn't have anybody. A lot of lonely nights, a lot of overcompensating with maybe bad habits, um, a lot of, you know, ups and downs and phone calls and new jobs and old jobs and trying to keep up with my social life and social media life and uh, trying to find out what I, you know, may want to do. Because, um, like, I mean... I, Again, this isn't, everyone kind of has to go through it, but like for me, like I'm doing it so early, you know, people graduate college around like 22, 23. And here I am finishing college at 19, having to like, like really get into it. So it's been interesting. Um, having adult money is interesting. Uh, it's fun to have, hard to keep. Uh, but you know what? your money's your money. Might as well fucking spend it. You're going to die anyway, you know? Um, but the hardest thing I think I've had to do so far is really letting go of my family and like really putting energy into the people in my life that are going to be there and change my life for the better and be positive lights. And I think I'm, you know, not near done, but I, I've at least gone through the process of like, getting rid of them and like doing that whole thing. And if you haven't seen my Severino Snake series on my YouTube channel, I highly recommend it. It's like my expose of my family, receipts and things that I went through. And I really love it. I really love it a lot. Um, so, I, you know, that was hard. You know, I have like 60 people on my mom's side alone. My dad's side is huge. I've met a couple of them. But I really don't, I've never really spoken to my father's side of his family. Uh, but my mother's side, you know, we grew up together. We, uh, birthdays and weddings and celebrate every fucking Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween and, you know, like I said, birthdays, et cetera, et cetera. Spent all of that together. And there's about 60 of us. I have 32 cousins on my mom's side alone. And then you have to account for aunts and uncles, at, you know, um, and my grandparents. And so losing all of them, I talked to, I talked to one of my sisters. I talked to my fun aunt, my cool aunt, and I talked to my gay cousin and that's basically it. So three out of 60. Um, if you can count my entire aunt's family, which I, you know, I do, it's a little bit more, uh, 
but just still like the the ratio is is kind of sad um and i was talking to my other sister like every fucking day and then we got into a fight and i think she needs to be on her own right now maybe i don't know she needs to check herself on the things that she says and the things that she does um it's just that's been a little bit difficult is losing a sister you know i had to lose my parents and losing my sister at a different time like if it had happened at the same time maybe but the fact that like it was like nine ten months into me like being out here alone and like figuring myself out um and cutting them out and then to having to lose another person again uh who obviously i talked to every fucking day super close to wasn't good it wasn't fun and she never called me we got into a fight about gun reform and i texted her the next day i was like whenever you're uh like i've cooled down whenever you're okay to talk let's talk it's been five six months and i haven't heard a thing she's tried to send me things like a couple of things like she's kept, probably texted me like four times um but jokes nothing more nothing less just jokes um and then one serious she did text me about one serious thing that like i didn't even want to give a response to but i was talking to a friend and she was like you should probably just at least respond with a yes or no and i was like okay and then she tried to involve me in it and i was like i don't want any part of this like no thank you um yeah it's just weird it's just weird to think like that there's three siblings i have two sisters and out of all three of them i just happen to be the most adult i just do and it's just so weird it's weird to see and think about um yeah and it just sucks because i was there for her cancer journey um, I was there the day she got diagnosed uh, and I was like sobbing. And so like to be now not talking to her is like really, really fucking emotional. Cause like we were so bonded. We call each other like three fucking times every day um, and would talk like 30 minutes to two to three hours. Like, so for her not to like, you know, and, and the thing is, like, I didn't respond to those jokes. I'm not going to respond to those jokes. Uh, it's something my parents used to do, my mom specifically, you know. You get in a fight, you walk out the door, you come back a couple hours later, like two, maybe less, maybe an hour after getting a McFlurry or going to Walmart, no joke. Coming back, going to bed, waking up, and never speaking about it again. That's not healthy. That's not being a good adult. That's not being a healthy adult. That's not being a proactive adult. Um, you should never, and I mean never, go to, first of all, go to bed angry, and two, not talk about the things that made you angry, at least, you know, and talking it through like adults. And so for her not to, see, and then for her to, because I've told her these stories, I've told her these things. Um, and she just tried to ignore it she tried to send jokes like i said and that's fucked up that's fucked up i mean gaslit like that's so fucked up um 
so I think it's just been a really emotional roller coaster for me and like the shit with my family and the shit with the jobs and this the fucking natural disasters that are happening in the world like including the skies and like my body is doing something weird right now um so not super fun um but change is good and i accept change and i am thousand percent okay with change so here's to life here's to change and yeah so having to really step back and lose the people in my life that you think care about you and they really don't there's a huge difference between them saying it and living it and being unconditional about it um so i hope you get a little bit out of this podcast i don't know what it is but this little 30 40 minute podcast uh yeah 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 so i love you i'm a little out of it you can tell it's pretty apparent um but i like these like i like the soft podcasts as much as the guest podcasts but yeah i just i'm off social media right now the only thing i'm really producing are these podcasts um everything else is literally pre-done stuff um like pre-planned stuff like on my tiktok so i'll be off social media for a while but i love you guys well except for these like i said i love you guys i hope you guys are having a great day a great Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. I love you. Um, And you have a great freaking day and I will see you next week.